1: hey ho lhs has got soul Uh, what's that from lisbon high school pep rally circa 1994. oh Oh.
0: was that when you and the varsity basketball squad ran out on the court and all the cheerleaders are cheering and you gave them a wink and spun the ball in your finger and then went up and dunked it and (laughs) the band started playing and that part certainly didn't happen No
1: i don't um uh, good no that mm. i can't remember actually i don't remember the pep rallies all that much mm. i don't think the team actually ran out or anything no. like that no um one two years actually two years in a row mm-hmm. uh my high school buddy damon and i did wayne's world sketches oh i was garth yeah oh. sounds good excuse me like to get by now we did uh mm. we did like <laughs> this dates me we had a overhead projector, remember those? hmm So we did a top ten, like and it, it was a pep rally for the homecoming football team mm-hmm. and it was like the top ten reasons why the Lisbon Broncos are gonna beat the Lamore Lobos yeah, or something like right, that. Right. And so we used the overhead projector to oh, rattle off the top ten. yeah. And we would each take turns right. reading you right. know, something. And right. I, one of mine was like it was like what does the offensive lineman of a lobo say to a defensive line no. It was the other way around. What does a defensive lineman of a Lobo say to an offensive lineman of a, bron- a Bronco? Uh-huh. Excuse me, I'd like to get by now. Uh, and then one of them was um, just we have tighter ends. Oh, <laughs> that wouldn't fly in today's oh, culture. No, no, no. But that got a big laugh. Yeah, that got a big laugh A-roar. back in nineteen
0: ninety four. You, um, you guys had a pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, Pretty elite football team, uh the, the Bronco football team,
1: pretty good. Huh. One state in I think it was ninety-three or ninety-four. Oh that's not bad. Yeah. Huh. Wow. They were decent. Well, so kid, what were your school red colors? Red and yellow.
0: Huh. Yeah. Broncos, the red and yellow Broncos, the Lisbon Broncos, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nine men?
1: Good old days did you just play nine-man uh, football or are you big enough to have a full no it was 11 oh okay yeah. huh. all right i think yeah it was 11 yeah wow i didn't play football myself right i was in cross country right oh i was a runner yeah lean mean running machine Oh,
0: better for your health long term
1: ran that yeah basically i didn't like cross country i just ran it because it got me in shape for basketball
0: oh gotcha right yeah why did you never
1: try football parents didn't like the idea
0: or you just didn't. I didn't have idea. the
1: interest, and I didn't oh. know anything about the sport. Oh. My, our, our, actually, my senior year, mm-hmm. the football coach tried to recruit me. Hmm. He, you know, because he's like, um, he says, "I'd like, I'd like you to play in our secondary," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yeah, but I've never played football, and I don't, I don't know anything about it." He's like, "Are you fast?" I'm like, "Decent." He's like, "Do you have a good reaction time?" Hmm yeah he's like do you play good defense in basketball i'm like yeah he's like you can be a corner you can be
0: a ball hawking corner right and you're like nah man yeah nah bro
1: i did think about it because because you're, like, nah. you're like
0: what if i get hurt then i can't play my right then i can't make my highlight video for my senior year right. for basketball
1: well and my senior year in basketball was a shit show anyway oh.
0: had you known that was going to happen would you have played football or would you have not Maybe. played either way i don't know
1: oh. i almost quit basketball my senior year it was that bad huh yeah
0: so you said you'd have been a corner huh
1: yeah, huh. yeah. wow that's a hard position to play yeah especially uh. if you're someone who never played before. yeah right there's a lot of footwork yeah. in that that you kind of have yeah. to know how to do but uh. i mean i do have good footwork yeah i mean that's one of the things i was really good at when i yeah. taught krav yeah was there a lot of the stuff you do even like punching yeah. and that sort of thing a lot of it's footwork yeah if you get your feet moving in the right way and that's in my i I attributed that to my dad when he was teaching me post-up moves mm. when i was a kid yeah i mean he was he played college ball actually oh yeah he, he, he played center and he was 6'2", Oh, and he was playing against guys that were like six nine six ten right and the reason he could do it is because he had these he had awesome footwork. he had these great crossover moves and up and under and reverse pivots and really? drop step and yeah so he taught me all that stuff so yeah my footwork has always been pretty good
0: your dad played but. college basketball yeah. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. I mean Jamestown. But still. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: A six two center. You wouldn't yeah. see that nowadays,
1: would you? No. No.
0: Fucking junior high kids are that tall now.
1: No. But again, the game has changed so much since yes, then. Back right. then it was, yeah. you know, you had your perimeter players yeah, and your right. post players and was always inside out. Yeah, right. You know. Right. Forget about a center shooting a three pointer. Right. I right. mean, you throw the ball inside, let your center work. If he draws a double double, he dishes it out and then the right. guard dribble penetrates or shoots the three or yeah. whatever. Not even a three, just a mid range shot. Yeah. You know, yeah, everything went through the center. So you right. had post up center. Now centers just, you know, they, they handle the they ball. They can do everything else that everyone else can. Bring yeah. the ball up the floor. Right. Just crank a three. Right. Yeah. 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 Huh.
0: Imagine that you could have been a cornerback. That'd have been kind of cool.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I was a point guard. Yeah. Apparently that wasn't cool. Huh? That's cool. Mm.
0: I, I didn't know that you, I didn't know that you could have played. I didn't know that you were invited to play football. That would have been kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, no I agree. Worries. It would have taken you a few games to figure it out.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It would have been neat. It would have been, it, it would have been cool to say that I, you know, played all those different sports. Imagine,
0: imagine if you will, if you had like a knack for it. Imagine that. Imagine if you go out there and try it and you're just a natural.
1: Well, what could have been? Get
0: a full ride to NDSU.
1: Right. Huh? Yeah
0: play for the fucking play for the play for the la rams someday see that a a white cornerback on the la rams boy
1: that's why i wanted to run every event and track Mm. because when i was a freshman yeah um i was because of the cross country i was a distance runner okay and i wasn't super quick right away so when i was a freshman i was running the mile and two mile were my events yeah um but as i got a little stronger and bigger whatever i got quicker and so then i moved into middle distance and Mm -hmm. i was running the 800 and the 400 Mm -hmm. and then i was also in the like mile two mile relay Mm -hmm. and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and basically by the time i was a senior um i had asked my i had asked my coach to um to put me in the open 200 and open 100 meter dash just because um i wanted to be able to say that i've run I've been on every running event because oh. I've, I've, I was in all four relays. Yeah. So I, I would, I wasn't very good in the, the like the 400 relays. Yeah. I'm not a sprinter, but yeah. I did, I was on a few 400 relay teams. Yeah. I was on a couple 800 mile relay teams, but my main was the mile relay. Yeah. Um, but I've been on all the relays and mm. all, I, I ran an open two, open quarter, open half mile, mile, two mile. I'd mm. done all that. Yeah. If I could just get a hundred meter dash in there, UBA then I could say that I yeah. run every, right every uh did you get it every running event i did oh got smoked <laughs> yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> i embarrassed myself i was yeah. like laughing as i crossed because it, it felt like it felt like it was five or six seconds behind everyone else and it wasn't but i mean it i got smoked well i it would assume bad. that
0: the other guys you're running against have been doing that for well years. Yeah, i was
1: running against sprinters right. and i'm not a sprinter right i mean right. I, I was right. i had middle distance was my thing because yeah. it was quick enough yeah where i could i could do that and i had the endurance from the long distance because you know running an open 400 or 800 those are brutal yeah those are brutal yeah um but i just wasn't fast enough to do an open two or four you're Um, a horse not a cheetah right (laughs) Yeah. right Hmm. and at one point my coach track coach oddly enough he was the same coach that was the football coach that tried to recruit me he's like you know you've got uh He's like, I couldn't jump high, but I jumped quick. Uh-huh. So I've, I've got a good spring in my step. Yeah, He's like, I want to try you out on hurdles. Hmm. And I'm like, Ugh. he's like, no, I, I think, I think you'd be good. Let's uh, probably not the 110 high hurdles, you know, probably the, the longer, uh-huh. you know, the low hurdles. And I'm like, okay. So we set up, you know, their padded right. hurdle thing, not an actual hurdle, but yep. in the gym and he i don't know he set up like three or four of them and he's like before i show you how to do anything i just want you to sprint through and and attack those hurdles whatever feels naturally and mm-hmm. then we'll we'll take it from there and we'll mm-hmm. you know we'll work on it okay so i take off running yep. and i try to try to do what i know you're supposed to do and mm-hmm. I, I hit every one of them Yep. and i finish, and he's like all right well go back to the relay we won't do hurdles <laughs> <laughs> so i never he, 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 he saw more, enough yeah. he saw enough yeah. he's like nah no it's not your thing he expected that's a little more okay. natural ability yeah oh,
0: right oh. <laughs> that's yeah. probably what I, that may have happened in football too right he puts you on oh, he puts sure. you on somebody and 10 minutes later he's like
1: right yeah just go change you're you're probably yeah. done might want to let's just stick to the basketball see, and see if your dad will still take you on the yeah. cross-country team <laughs> right right oh, well, <laughs> anyway. anyway all right yeah. um so ladies and gentlemen um there have been some wild developments in my career situation because you weren't a cornerback for the L.A. Rams. You had to resort because to things. Because I wasn't things. a cornerback. Because we L never Rams, know what would happen. There's other things. Yeah. So, last time we uh, mentioned this on a show, yeah. I was all geared up to do that um, with uh, York Solutions, the yeah. paid training job placement program. Right. So. Right. Um, and again, just a quick rehash on that. It was basically they were going to pay me very minimally, but they were yes. going to pay me to go through 11 weeks of training um to teach me everything i need to know about being a java full stack developer and then they were going to assign me to best buy where i would work for a year
0: can i can i interrupt yes um i i should have i should i should have went and got my other pop before we started this i'm out i just my my throat gets a little go get it a little bit okay go get it you can keep talking
1: you're gonna fall asleep do you want it no
0: i won't (laughs) no but do you want to do should we do the thing where i just yell from the kitchen or do you want to just keep talking and everyone can assume i'm here what what would you like to do let's just let them assume i'm here okay because if you're talking i'm not talking so they won't know the difference anyway okay okay i'm still here everyone
1: yeah he's still here wink wink yeah okay he's not taking off his headphones (laughs) or or getting out of the chair no no No. i'm still here okay he's still here And he's not pulling pulling his face away from the mic or anything.
0: No. Still here. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and with your not, story. You're not
1: gonna hear him move the mic stand so he can he can get out of the chair. Yeah, no, I'm still here. Go ahead with your story. Yeah. York solutions. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice that grunt. wasn't me grunting. Okay. <laughs> so All right. So um yeah, I I was gonna go through that training and the way the way it was explained to me, um, because I went through all the assessment stuff. I had to, you know, do some HTML and some SQL stuff and had to do a JavaScript project. And they look at my assessment and based on those assessments, they decide, does this guy have what it takes to be in this program? Yes or no. They decided yes. Um, So they brought me on board and and that was going to be my plan. I mean, hey, I was going to spend 11 weeks in training getting paid shit but then after those 11 weeks i was going to get a nice pay bump i'd have a guaranteed job at best buy for a year and then after that i could continue to get outsourced as a contractor for other full stack developer gigs and you know there's good money in that i mean as as a as a full stack developer you can make i mean you can make over six digits yeah so yeah he's almost sitting down now (laughs) almost Actually, the yeah is actually not any better than just not saying anything. Oh, because <laughs> I, thought I was still fooling them. It's obviously oh. you're not interested oh, anyway. It's not, oh, I'm yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Okay. Was that your pop? Yeah. yeah. So um, that started on November 15th of last year, and our first day was an orientation thing. So we all had to do some homework um ahead of time and part of that homework was filling out one of those personality profile things and so the first day we go over the personality profiles and we all talk about each other there were 50 of us in this class yeah and we all introduced each other or ourselves and of those 50 people um there were two other people like me in that we had never done any coding before right every practically everyone in that class was a computer science major Mm -hmm. who have javascript portfolios yeah or web design portfolios yeah or various computer programming portfolios that they've just done on their own or through projects or or whatever a big chunk of them have all gone through coding boot camps like the one i was going to go through a year ago right at the u of m yep um and none of these people can get jobs, but so the point being is that I'm in a class with a bunch of people that have far more knowledge than I do about this. Right. So already I'm thinking, oh, well shit, am I going to be, am I going to be the guy that holds everyone up because this is all going to be brand new to me and this is all, you know, rudimentary shit for them. So already I'm nervous. Right. Right day one of actual content Mm -hmm. they start with um some what i later found out to be intermediate to advanced javascript stuff explaining how to fetch you know to a server and you call a function and you're bringing this back and you're all of that all of this stuff going on that i'm like what and I had no fucking idea what he was talking about right. because I don't he he's he's explaining stuff that I have no fund foundational knowledge about right. and everyone else knows what he's talking about. Right. So it it became clear like really early on that this was not in fact a ground up we will teach you everything you need to know. Right. right. This is we're starting in the middle fucker. Right. You know? This right. is um you need to you need to have this knowledge in order to learn this knowledge because I mean 11 weeks there's a ton of shit and JavaScript is only one part of it because Java is different than JavaScript yeah and there's a bunch of other stuff that goes goes into the you know full stack developer right. thing right. there's a lot of different technologies and a lot of things right and so day one already I'm, I'm behind right and uh, uh, fuck so by the end of that first week we had to do we had to do an assessment where you know we, we basically learned about this JavaScript stuff um, and arrow notation, which is like a shortcut way to write something that I don't even know how to write the long way. Yeah, right. So when I'm looking at arrow notation, it makes absolutely no sense to right. me because I don't even know what the long version right. really means right. So we all have to complete this assessment that's due the following Monday and we're allowed to work in groups and the only thing i could do was get into a group with people and copy and paste their code and look at it and try to use that as a starting point yep. so that i could then fine tune it to do it the way i needed to do it right because it was like you had to the user had to input information and then you take that information and run it against some tests on a server yeah and they there's a lot of different ways to do that And so because I have some HTML experience, a little bit, not a lot, but that it's at least not completely foreign, I know how forms work. So I'm like, I'm going to use a form to input the data from the user, but they weren't doing that. So I had to figure out how to pull the data from my form into the code, you know, whatever. And I did figure it out. Yep. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. And some things are starting to connect and some things are starting to click. And I was actually, I got my assessment done and I tested it and it worked. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can do this. And I was actually helping other people out with their code. Yeah. Like they run it and it wouldn't work. I'm like, oh, you forgot a a parenthesis here. Right. Or don't put a space after that period or whatever. Right. So after that weekend, that first week, I'm starting to feel like maybe this is something I can do. Yep day one of week two um he says all right by now everyone should have a really good handle on all things javascript we're moving on wow um ouch and he he's basically you know said that everything that everything builds on everything else and right, like this is right. super accelerating you, right. know, you know whatever um and i was abs the new content he was he was showing us right. i'm i'm clueless right I, I have no idea. Right. I'm just sitting there staring and at this point I I realized that yeah, this is not going to work. I'm going to fail out of this program. Yep. There's it's just it's way not that not that I'm not capable of learning this stuff. Right. But not at that pace. Right. And not without any foundational knowledge. If, right. if I would have gone into this with, you know, 10 weeks of boot camp training or you know if i had dicked around with computer programming and dabbled in this stuff for the last five ten years like all these other people have been doing right it'd be a different story right but i went into this thinking they were teaching me everything from the ground right. up right but that's not the case and i'm right. like I, I i can't do it and the only way i could have done it is if i would have spent all my off time doing javascript tutorials or whatever other technology or programming language we have to learn on my own yep But after eight hours of this, my brain is already fried. And I know that sounds like I'm making an excuse, but eight hours of like frustrating, not understanding what the hell you're doing. Right. Tell someone that they have to focus and learn something for an additional eight hours on top of that. Right. I was just, and I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. It was stressing me the fuck out. And I'm like, no, I, I can't do it. Right. I can't do it. And so, um, I was texting a former coworker and he said, uh, he was asking how the training was going And I said, yeah, not great. And I kind of gave him the spiel. Yep. And he said, well, um, my boyfriend works at a, works at a company, a tech company. You should apply there. Just here's the link. Send your resume. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So I did. Right. I'm still not exactly sure what I was going to do with this, you know, paid training thing. Yep. Um, but I sent in my resume and I got a call right away and she was like, hey, I think you would be good as, you know, the, everyone in this company starts entry level. We yep. all promotion. we promote from within. Yep. Um, so anything you do would be entry level. But she's like, I think, you know, you'd be good as a, you know, client service representative or something mm-hmm. or, you know, basically customer service sort of right, thing right. or a software tester. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm interested in the software tester. Let's mm-hmm. look at that. Um, so I applied for that and I resigned from the York thing. Yep. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Right. Um, problem with that is that my refinance, um, was approved based on my employment with York. Right. And when I applied for this other gig as a software tester, Mm -hmm. I was told that the soonest I could start would be january 5th because yep. everyone has to start on a new hire orientation day right and they only have one of those a month and they don't have one in december right so that means i've got a closing scheduled yep um to refinance, it basically it, i'm not sure if i talked about it on the show or not but the point of the refinance is So because rates are low and house values are high. Right. I mean, my my house right now is worth almost $100,000 more than it was when I bought it. Right. In 2009. Right. So I take out, you know, I refinance my house and I can take all that extra cash Mm -hmm. and pay off all of my fucking debt. Yep. Minus my, the lease on the car. Yep. And my mortgage. Yep. So all of my credit cards gone. Yep. Student loans gone. Right. Because regardless... I have to be able to live off of less. Right. Right. I right. am not going to be making what I was making at the mall. No. I've been working there for 20 years. I was in right. a management role. Right. I mean, I. it'd be nice to make that kind of money again someday. Yeah. Um. But it's not going to be anytime soon. Right. Especially breaking into a new industry. Right. Right. So I need that refinance yep. because I need to wipe out all that debt because right. I'm going to be making at least 20 grand less a year than I was there. Yeah. Right. So but i need something in the interim so what do i do ups sure damn hey. right let's see if i can piss on some snow you pro yeah so i applied for ups yeah um i had i had my first interview with this software tester gig i applied for ups got hired that same day and i was allowed to start um right after thanksgiving so during all this time I was like, I was hemming and hawing. I'm like, do I tell the bank that I've switched jobs right, or do I go ahead with my closing as scheduled? Because the trick here is they've already seen a pay stub from York. They think that they're my current employer. My closing is already scheduled. But after you sign... They wait five days to disperse your funds. And in those five days, do they verify employment again? Do they make sure that you're still employed where you say you're employed before they give you the money? That I did not know. So I'm like, I'm gambling here. I'm like, or do the closing documents, do they have anything in the documentation that states who your employer is and what your salary is? If so, it's going to be York. And then I either have to play dumb and say that, oh i didn't know right or i didn't read that or i lie and sign a doc so i'm like kind of up a creek right so eventually what i did is i called the bank and i talked to my mortgage guy and yep. i'm like look here's a situation um i've got another job that i applied for i should hear back anytime now i'm currently working for ups it's right. a seasonal thing the money is great and i mean not great but i mean it's it's really good money Yep. um and he's like well let's take a look and it didn't cut the cake because yep. of seasonal right which is kind of what i knew was happening right. so now my refinance got completely fucked, right um and i was told by the software tester company like the week before christmas i was told yeah we we hope to have a decision um by the end of the by the end of the week right well that week comes and goes no word and the, meanwhile the bank is waiting for me to get back to them on when i get an offer from right. this place right the next week goes by nothing basically i don't hear anything right from the software tester company. right and now i'm back to square one yep. basically because the bank is going to hold my uh, refinance application open forever yeah i mean i only at you know when i called him in january um he's like yeah i can only keep this open for a couple of weeks because my rate my rate lock had already expired right right so regardless when i redo this yep. i may not have the same interest rate that i right. did before because right. i don't know what it changes the best right yeah. you only get it locked in for a certain amount right. of time well because i missed my closing the rate yep. expired so now the application is still technically open but i don't yep. have a rate lock
0: yep anyway i want to say it's 30 days isn't it isn't the interest rate 30 days um it was no
1: it was like i think it was 60 maybe is what it was but but anyway that that expired so now i i don't i don't know what the interest rate is right um so i was i was not hearing back about the software tester gig and i had to jump through a lot of hoops for an entry level job. i mean as far as the questions that were asked in the in the final interview and all the assessments i had to do i was just kind of surprised that they were so rigorous in you know findings uh, because it it doesn't it doesn't pay much right i mean it's 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 gonna be barely enough probably yeah um but i i I was just frustrated because i'm not hearing anything back on this job so i'm like well and then obviously ups ended on christmas eve like it did the year before right it's seasonal i mean Right. right so now what right my refinance is about to fall through the bottom yep i'm not hearing back on the software tester job right i've got no other fucking options what the fuck so i started applying for some entry-level technical writer jobs yep. i started applying for some um entry level uh, some other software tester jobs i i applied for some get this is like some legal firm some data entry thing that right. pays like 17 bucks an hour right i applied for that it was 100 percent remote i didn't even get a call back on that right 17 dollar data entry i'm not qualified for that really really yeah i uh, and these technical writing jobs most of them require experience yeah I, yeah but the ones that i applied for didn't they just right. they asked for you know uh an associates in journalism or english or something like that or a bachelor's in something related plus applicable experience or whatever well right and and you have to take and for these applications you have to take uh, a proofright proofreading assessment yep where they give you they give you two sentences and then a third that says both are correct so the instructions are you have to read each one of those sentences mm-hmm. and determine which one has a grammatical or a spelling error in right it. And if they're both right, you you say they're both right. Whatever. Yep. And it was a time test. It was like 27 questions. And I don't know. They never said ahead of time what the what the levels of grading were, but yep. I scored proficient. Right. Which, if that's not the top listing, it's it's got to be second to top. Right. right? I right. mean, proficient means you do something really yes. well. Right. Okay. So I passed that. Yep. I've got, obviously, my resume is written well. I mean, so... I met the qual, I, I meet the, uh, technical writing is something I can do. Yeah. It's just that same old catch fucking 22, all these fucking jobs saying, you know, you, you need, you need experience in order to get hired, but no one's gonna fucking hire you if you don't have experience. Oh yeah. yeah. Well Jesus Christ, the right. fuck. Right. Right? Right. So, uh, I get hooked up with this uh, IT staffing agency. Yep. And, they have some opportunities. Yeah. Um, one of them, the the problem is because they're an IT staffing firm, it's contract work and I work for them. Right. And these aren't direct hire. Right. They're all contract to hire. Right. So one opportunity was, you know, tech support, you know, just basic, you know, troubleshooting yeah. software and, right. you know, devices, networking, right. whatever. Right. Something I really didn't want to do, but I, I need something. But it was a long commute. It was way up in fucking arden hills which yep. is probably a half hour away from here yep. with and since i'd have to go through downtown to get there and make that probably an More hour ha- yeah right right um and that was like an 18 month contract yep at you know 24 an hour or something like that um another one was right here in egan which is great but it was a three-month contract although the, the staffing person said that everyone that she has ever placed with that company they go full-time permanent as soon as that three months is up right right but the contract isn't going to say that right and what i'm running into is i need this refinance right the bank did not approve ups because that was seasonal employment it right. wasn't permanent it wasn't long term right so I call the bank guy. I'm like, okay, I've got this staffing agency, and I have some opportunities. One is like a three month contract to hire, but I'm pretty much guaranteed to get hired. They just won't put that in the contract. I can just say that the staffing person said that every person that's worked, that's been placed there has been brought right. on full time after that, and then right. they make a lot more money. And I talked about the 18 month thing. Right. And he said, well, I'll talk to the underwriters, um, but but they're not. Uh, they're they're usually not going to go for a contract to hire thing. Yeah. So he's he said he said maybe the eighteen month thing would work, um, but the three month he's like if you were to go that route, what we would probably do is just have you we'd kill your application and then after that three months uh, you you know will reactivate yeah, it right. once you can get an offer letter yeah. that you're there permanently. Right. Right but who knows what the interest rate is going to be the good news is that my appraisal is good for like six months to a year yeah so that's not something i would have to do again right but then the staffing agency went dark and i didn't hear anything from them so i'm like what what in the fucking fuck no one is fucking communicating with me right so now i'm thinking okay i'm just gonna fucking get a warehouse job yeah Right? Yep. Just get some fucking warehouse job that pays around twenty bucks an hour. Yep. That that'll be enough to push the refinance through. Yep. I can wipe out all my fucking student loans and credit card debt, afford to live off a of less, and then I just have to figure shit out. Right. Right? Right. And this was on a Friday. Yep. And and you can always quit that job,
0: warehouse, you know, just right.
1: two week notice, right. you're out, go find something, you know, if you find something
0: better, which you'd be looking for something better because you don't want to work right. in a warehouse for 25 years. Right.
1: Yeah. So I'd spent that whole week trying to, you know, waiting to hear back from the staffing agency and my, my bank guy wasn't getting back to me on some questions I had about the yep. refinance and, and all this shit. And it was a Friday, probably around noon or something. Yep. And my plan was, well, I'm just going to hang tight this weekend. Then, you know, on Monday, I'm going to start applying for warehouse jobs. Yep. That's it. Yeah and i was talking to you on the phone you were and i got a call Mm -hmm. and i had to cut you short because the phone number ringing was from massachusetts Mm -hmm. well the software company the software tester job that i applied for yeah back in fucking you know before thanksgiving right right um that i've been waiting on an answer on for for like a, a fucking you know whatever yeah um they're based out of boston area yeah and they, but they have an office here in minnetonka yeah so they were calling yeah and i'm thinking well wait a minute usually usually when they tell you you don't get the job they send you a fuck you email right so i'm like i, I kind of need to take this call right so i hung up on your ass you i took the call you did and they yeah. offered me a job yeah um it yeah. was look who's gainfully employed well well not yet i mean because mostly they missed the January fifth thing. Granted, so the next new hire orientation isn't until February sixteenth. Yeah. Now, I, I I have no idea what day the sh- show gets released, but as of right now, when we're recording this, that's that's a month out. Right. Um. But they offered me. I mean, it's a full time permanent job. It's not a contract gig. Yep. They actually offered me a little bit more than what I was originally told. Yeah. They see it's, the value no i'm i'm guessing maybe what what happened was i might have been quoted the wrong number initially that's what i think happened yeah because a zero and a four just got mixed around is is all right um but it it is a little bit more than i was expecting again it's still it's still going to be tight but the good news it's enough i called i called the bank told them about it they're like okay um, send us the offer letter. We'll get we'll get your rate locked in again, and mm. you know hopefully it'll be close to the same rate it was before. Um, and he says we can get, you know, we'll get everything situated. Then as soon as you can provide us with a pay stub, pay, pay stub, pay mm-hmm. stub from you know the new company, then we can schedule your closing and get your refinanced. Yep. In. Now the problem is, is I start on a Wednesday. Yep. You know, February sixteenth. Right. And i have the option i was surprised by this they only recently gave people the option of bi-weekly payment they used to do monthly fuck that Nope. so you can choose between monthly or bi-weekly nope i'm like a of people i don't know how people do that yeah there's no way i mind. can do that no so obviously i'm going to choose the bi-weekly right but i start on a wednesday yeah um if payday is that friday yeah i have to wait two weeks right for an actual paycheck because right. i'm not going to be in the system right if the payday is that following friday it's not going to be even though my position is salaried right i'm i'm guessing it's still going to be prorated because right. i'm not going to have a full two weeks in that pay period right. i only have you know whatever week, yeah so it's going to be a partial pay stub yep so i asked him i'm like okay but depending on what 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 day their payday falls on it it may be a few weeks after right for a full check after you know february 16th before yeah. i get a full check yeah. he's like I, I don't think that'll matter I th- he's like i think it'll be okay we just need to see yeah yeah, you, know, you know whatever as long as the the offer letter states your annual salary yeah and we get the pay stub just to verify that you are actually working for them and yeah. you you know that that sort of thing yeah. We should be good so um on february 16th i start a new job as a software tester yeah and probably early to mid-march is i'm guessing i'll close on my refinance yeah and i'll get to pay off all my debt Yep, and i It'll will be gainfully, gainfully employed. employed yes for the foreseeable future knock on fucking wood mm-hmm. and after six months or a year who knows maybe i can work up in this company or yeah, i would assume so i mean. Start making some more money, or, mm-hmm. or I can apply for other gigs because now that I've, I'll have a foot in the door in IT. It won't be starting off at tech support or right. needing certifications, or I'll, I'll, I'll skip by that catch twenty two, right? Because I'll have. I'll have six months or a year right. under my belt at this company, right. and again, I may just keep working for them if they have a lot of opportunities. I mean, they yeah. have they have year end bonuses and profit sharing and stuff right. like that. So maybe maybe this will be a good good thing for me financially. Yeah. I have no idea. Right. I just know that right away to begin with, it's going to be tight. But. Yeah, give it a year or two. <sighs> so yeah. I just got to figure out what to do for the next month. Well, oh,
0: probably two. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you. I mean, you're. I. Well, I only say it because you are at your last job for so many years, but i feel like you're a guy who is pretty pretty uh you like the longevity of a job like, I, I don't see you bouncing around a lot i think you're gonna start this job and i think you're probably gonna this is probably long term for you that's my guess maybe i mean
1: if i if i like it that's um, yeah and if i mean even i if still you don't like, like yeah, it yeah. i think you
0: might stick it out even if you don't like it i think you'll stick it out because there's other well, jobs there that you could do that you'd want to do
1: i do think i'm gonna like this a lot more than i liked my whole job agreed um this is much more in my wheelhouse. right Right. i would honestly i love the idea of being a software developer uh-huh. i mean i when that first week at york mm-hmm. when i was figuring shit out and mm-hmm. i was making it work i'm yeah. like holy shit this is fun i would love to be able to actually know what the fuck i'm doing and do right. this right i would like to do that maybe yeah. that's something i can do i bet it is down the line mm-hmm. um but it's just it's not something i can jump right into so yeah. if i can you know this company uses a proprietary coding language, so yeah. it's not something that would transfer elsewhere. But if I can move into a software developer role with them in a year or so after I right. figure out their confusing programming language, right? Then maybe I don't know. I can teach myself some other stuff, and then you—I I, I don't know. It's—it's no. it's just that I, I do have some options now, right? And at the very least, I've got a job that should theoretically pay the bills. I mean, there—I may need to pull from savings here and there to supplement but because they're offering more than i thought they were than i thought they would right i maybe maybe it'll be okay i don't know it it all depends on that first paycheck and you know see how that pans out yeah but But anyway yeah i think you're i think you're uh, i think you're in it long term that's my guess so my goal for 2021 when we did our our new year's show was you know to release a couple albums yeah i i did one right oh. like right away at the beginning of the year i think i'd released that in february um my other goal was to get a girlfriend yeah that didn't happen no um my other goal was to be gainfully employed yeah well i worked for ups for a month yeah In uh, york for a week and a half yeah um but eh, okay 22 maybe that's shaping up a little bit better I i'm mean, sure I, it I, I've is i've got a job at yeah. least i'm sure it is um every new year we always know
0: that yeah. the next year is going to really change well everything.
1: that already this mm-hmm. year is looking better because mm-hmm. i i do have a job now yeah and it's not some wishy-washy you have to pass training right, and you know right, whatever i mean right. it's unless i fuck up or something and get fired i, right. I don't know but right. i feel like at least from job standpoint i'm I'm set yeah albums yeah i could i can do that whenever yeah girlfriend not looking good no but
0: yeah i don't i don't i think i think you're uh yeah i i i i 2022 is not looking any better for me but i will see maybe it, maybe it maybe it turns around at well, some point but
1: you had you had some good news last december about your current position right
0: yeah well yeah so I uh yeah, so that that job that I have currently still have was I was hired you know la- November of uh November of twenty twenty, and I already talked about this on the show pretty much pretty pretty positive I did yeah hired yeah. in as contract and then at the year mark you you know ideally go permanently right. right and then if you want you know after four or five months into it they changed the 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 terms of it a little bit and said well you know different management you know different managements in place right now it's gonna be renewed every six months i talked about all that yeah well in december i are Nov, late end of november i did get offered a permanent job mm-hmm. which was i was not expecting that um but it did not result in uh uh how do i say it delicately knowing that this could be listened to you know by other it didn't it did not um there's still there's I'm still it's still not quite what i what i expected we'll leave it at that it, it's there's there's something still there's it did not it didn't work out the way i thought it would even though i got the permanent gig and i'm very grateful that it's a permanent job mm. don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not bashing that it's definitely feed beats contract sure but it's still not quite 100% satisfying if we know what i'm getting at with that right yeah, i think everyone well, gets what i'm saying i think i was expecting something the- to happen that didn't happen as much as i thought it would right when i got the permanent position right so i'm still kind of in the same same spot that way but um, at least there's the stability but there is and there that and i'm not yes right. and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be an asshole i i do appreciate it right um so anyway but so yeah i will see you know how that goes uh whatever i guess um but uh yeah so that's that's where i'm at so yeah it it turned permanent that's really all that changed for me i still do the same Mm -hmm. work i still have the same benefits i still do the same same people same everything but you
1: don't have to worry every six months no it's not nope it's permanent now it's just a matter of
0: you know so yeah um the the only downfall with this company um and i'm I, I think I'm fine saying, cause I've talked, I've talked to my manager about it, you know, on phone calls. And I think, you know, um, our company, the, the, the smaller company I work for is owned by, um, a very, very big global company. Mm-hmm. Well, small company I work for, um, during the pandemic, when that was really hot, a lot of people work from home, but typically they don't do a lot of work from home. Typically there's a handful of people who work from home based on whatever account they're working on. But most people work out of the San Francisco office. Cause that's where we're based. Mm-hmm i happen to be on an account that's work from home because the the company that i or the customer that i work on is based out of minneapolis Mm -hmm. so i am okay working here i could have this job you know it's long-term work from home right but there's only you know what two positions you know two or three positions in minnesota that do that Mm -hmm. because it's just for people that are that account so um uh, in my area it's just me and my manager and, and I don't want her job because her job is not just not what I want to do long term. Right. So the job I'm in is the job I've got. And um, the smaller company I work for that actually writes my checks, they don't have really any other work from home jobs. It's all based in California
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, or Chicago. That's your two options. They have an office in Chicago. For sure. The big giant global company that I, that owns our company, I am also eligible to work for them. I mean, it's the same company. Mm-hmm. I can apply for jobs there without you know any issues within as an internal applicant they don't do a lot of work from home either they're they're a little more old-fashioned they prefer people be in the office mm-hmm. which means wisconsin or chicago or a bunch of other places but nowhere in minneapolis
1: right so i'm and very even if it was minneapolis that would be i mean you're you don't live in hopkins anymore no, or new hope no. anymore. i it mean would be,
0: it would be commuting to minneapolis right. which that, is that isn't what i want right so i'm very 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 limited on other opportunities with either company frankly because Mm -hmm. they just neither one offer a lot of work from home so i have a job i have now other than that that's about it i mean there's some sales jobs that i could i don't think i'd get hired for because i have zero experience in sales and i just don't think i have the aptitude for it frankly i don't think i'd be good at it Mm -hmm. but there's some minneapolis-based sales jobs for our company selling to the company that i also work on but that's not what i want to do and that's not i don't think i don't i don't have any experience in it so outside of the job i have now that's about it uh, for this company there's nowhere for me to go so outside of it you know um so at at the end of the day you know if i'm if i'm comfortable in the job i have and i want to do this you know somewhat long term i'll stay put
1: Mm -hmm.
0: if i decide that this isn't really what i want to do every single day and want to do something different i'm gonna have to look outside the company because there's nowhere to move inside
1: right right
0: so that's that um walmart yeah shit i said it on the air Remember last show I was trying
1: to be a secret, but I yeah, already said. what you originally. already said Walmart. Yeah, before. and no one listens anymore. We talked about the blue vest. and the Yeah, no vest one listens. And we, yeah, all, yeah.
0: yeah. And, and Sam Walton's not listening. Let's just oh, actually, he's dead. No. His no. kids, grandkids, are not listening to our show. Well,
1: and and actually, none of your me. managers that no. may be listening to the show. No. I mean, am I speaking out of turn by saying? Never mind.
0: No, uh, it doesn't really matter. So no, I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trashing them anyway um but i was going to though i know (laughs) (laughs) but i will say this uh to get into the uh to the walmart thing and i'm gonna make this really quick because i have to pee frankly um uh oh i so i said it in a a previous show shopping cart yeah 52 hours a week is what i figured I, i spend basically watching people pick shopping carts okay it's a unique role in that I would say, unless you work, because Target doesn't have people, I mean, some days they have somebody standing there, but most days, like they have the asset protection guy maybe standing there, Mm. but most days when you walk into Target, you just grab your cart and you walk to the, there's not anybody standing there watching you. Right. Right. Um, Most grocery stores probably don't have that, or none that I've been to do it. Most grocery stores, you just grab a cart and walk in. Yeah. Well, The one place I work, it seems to me is pretty unique, and they have somebody that, just a host that just stands there and steers at the door. Mm-hmm do they need that person for that job i don't
1: think so i don't think we really don't need say that, role. that too loud because that's your job i know but that's i your, let's just be honest that's they don't your really disney need money
0: guy yeah they don't need that guy i just don't think they do but it's <laughs> a job and whatever I, i'm not saying i hate it i'm just saying they don't really need me they don't really need that role <laughs> yeah in but
1: don't say that I get too it. loud because well, that's your disney they're money. not
0: listening yeah no so man. uh so yeah so i spent so when i work so every other weekend i spent eight hours a day standing mm-hmm. at my little metal podium standing mm-hmm. not sitting by mm-hmm. you yeah Staring at the doors And the carts are right by the doors So I watch people select carts all day Saturday, every other Saturday, Sunday Mm -hmm. And every single Wednesday night From 6 to 11 Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of I'm getting a lot of experience In in figuring out how people work When it comes to picking out carts Okay Now, I will start with this First of all Anybody who is a cart wrangler Out there Mm -hmm. Or who has done it in their life You know, push carts Yeah They already know this So I'm not breaking news to them I would guess most people on listening haven't done that job. Um, It's a shitty job in the winter. Yeah. Not just because it's cold outside and it could be snowing, but the fucking wheels on those carts get real nasty when they get real cold. I don't know if people realize that. The people that that shop the store I work at, I don't think most of them realize that. And here's how I know that. Because when it gets really cold at our store and carts are being selected, you can watch the people walk in. They'll pull a cart. They'll go about a foot and be like, nope, the wheel's stuck. Push it aside. Grab another one. No, that's a little stiff. Push it aside. Grab another one. I've watched people go through two, three, four carts Mm -hmm. before they find one that is just right. right? Right. (laughs) All you're doing, sir or ma'am, is putting groceries in the cart and leaving again. Mm -hmm. You're you're not marrying this cart. Right. It's a fucking cart.
1: Right.
0: Do the wheels spin? (laughs) Sounds good. Now, have I seen some carts there? Where the wheel is just outright stuck and you're basically, you know, you're fucking, right. you're, you're pushing like a like pushing sled. a table across the Right, fort. of course. Right. And I don't blame yeah. it. Nobody wants that one. I get right. it. You got to push that. That, that cart's right. not going to work. Right. Now, is that because the cart is bullshit or because it's just really fucking cold outside and it's just stiff? Give it an hour and it'll be fine. Well, mm-hmm. most of them, I think they get, they warm up and they're fine. Right. But when they get really cold, the grease and the fucking mechanism just get like anything sitting Freezes outside up. when it's 10 right. below, they freeze up. Yeah. They don't work. Yeah. So I stand at my door And I watch them And they you know Reject carts Cart reject Reject carts Reject carts Reject carts Finally they'll find one that works And then I don't want to look Like that guy So I'll wait until they get in the store And then I'll go out there And I'll try all the carts Because when they're When they're rejecting the carts They just leave them right in the walkway They don't push them off to the side Oh If it doesn't work right They just walk away from it And grab another one Right Well now it's right in the middle Of the fucking walkway Yeah Now Keeping Managing the cart area Isn't one of my primary duties mind you Mm -mm. when i watch the training videos the the uh for my position (laughs) right the
1: uh that's not in your job description
0: no, no no bro that ain't my job no i'm just here to say hi and bye and check some receipts yeah i have nothing to do with carts yeah but i get really bored with my job so I do the cart thing because I want something to keep my time on. Because otherwise, you just stand there and stare at the clock. Mm-hmm. So I like to manage the cart area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, keep it organized. Keep the carts clean. You know, keep them pushed up front. Well, it's a good thing get to get the do. bad ones out of the way. Yeah. yeah, just you know, make it easier for the people. Yeah. So I'll go out there after the person walks in, and I'll I have to move the carts. Mm. Well, you go to move them, and you realize that you know, seventy-five percent of the ones that somebody didn't want. Mm-hmm. are probably fine right in fact i know they're fine because i'll put them right back in the in the fucking stack of carts and some other guy will come in and grab it and walk
1: right in with it probably because it's been sitting there for 10 minutes all well, that's warmed up right and the wheels work. could
0: be or just that there's some people out there and there's a lot of people out there because i watch it every single day that cart it better roll like it just rolled off the assembly line if there's any hesitation whatsoever in fact what people like to do what i see a lot of people do is after they get their cart they'll give it a push and then stand there and watch it. And if it goes <laughs> one way or the other,
1: yeah. If it doesn't fly straight, it goes back yep. in?
0: Yep. Oh, wow. oh, that's the test. Yeah. If okay. it goes sideways, they'll just, they'll grab it, move it out of the way, put it in the middle of the floor or in the middle of the entryway, grab another one, push that one. Ah, it looks about straight and then will take it and go. If it doesn't roll straight for like three feet, they're putting it back or they're going to fucking grab another one
1: we are so fucking entitled oh my country. god it's awful <laughs> oh my god
0: the last thing i wanted to talk about oh there's there's other there's other parts of that job that i think are kind of funny but i'll save those for another show um let's spread the joy out you know over time <laughs> um because this summer i'm not going to have i'm not going to be able to bitch about the rolling because the wheels will be warm right so i'll right. we'll have to be, I'll have to talk about something else so i'll save these for but the one last thing that i wanted to discuss was the basket people the basket people yeah you know, the ones who take the, the those stores normally have a basket you can take instead of a cart
1: that's you know, usually what handles. i do whenever yeah. i go to target or a cub yeah i almost always basket. do the basket yeah. i hate pushing a cart the baskets around. are nice yeah
0: now our store rarely has baskets anywhere i don't know where they all went you they we used to have baskets cuz i have shopped there before i started working there mm-hmm. i remember shopping there and there would be a stack of them by the door yeah now that i'm working there i might see one like every couple of weeks i'll see one sitting by the door and it'll get—that's get, weird. Somebody'll take it, the same thing, and then I'll come. never see it again.
1: They don't have baskets anywhere. I, it, it, I, I don't know what get, happens to them. I it. have to go to the self checkout area and yeah. grab a basket from the stack that someone had just dropped off after yeah. they, you know, well, whatever. We, we don't even have those because
0: nobody can even check one out originally. I get there at 6 a.m. on Saturday, Sunday. That's when we open the doors. Mm-hmm. There's no baskets by the doors at 6 a.m. when I get there. The fuck. We have no baskets anywhere. I okay. don't know where they all went. I don't wow. know how people okay. take them home. I have no idea where they all go. Oh, well, that sucks. You're right. Well, some people are real real picky about the they really want the basket. I get it. So they'll come in, they'll get pad they'll go past the carts. Mm Mm-hmm. They'll get into the main entryway, right in front of me, like five feet in front of my little podium, and I'll be staring and at. And
1: you see them looking around, and you know exactly. Oh, what's you know going exactly on. what
0: they're doing because yeah. they're looking under the signs, they're looking in the corners, they're looking behind me, yeah. they're checking up my ass, they're looking over by the other doorways, they're looking by this digital yeah. pickup, they're looking by. They look everywhere for baskets, mm-hmm. so I know right away, yeah. and I'll let them struggle for a little oh, bit. I'm not going to just offer of it right away. I want right. to see. I want to yeah. see. I want to watch right. them look. So I'll watch them look around, and I'll be like, "You looking for a basket?" No. Yeah. And they will be like, "Yeah, you got any?" I'm like, "No, nope, I haven't seen a basket in weeks." And they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I don't know where they all go. I think somebody steals I say the same thing to every single person I say this to. I say that exact same line to every single person. I don't know. I think somebody's taking them home. And every single time I say it, that person laughs. <laughs> and then I laugh.
1: <laughs> Was it a JB courtesy laugh? Or do they actually yes. enjoy that?
0: No, I, I don't know. But they all they okay. either fake it or they give me a real laugh. Okay. Um, and then I give them a very, very, very fake genuine laugh. fake right. laugh. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I say it to every single person. It doesn't matter how old they are. could be is, a teenager. could be an old person. I is, say the same is thing. Is that
1: because you're doing it to amuse yourself just to see how many times you can say it and get a laugh out of it? Or is that, are you just on automatic I f- pilot? I'm,
0: I feel like I'm just doing it because I want to look like I'm being, you know, jovial customer service guy. Okay. I don't know what happens, Bob. There, you know, I don't know their name. Right. I don't know what happens. Somebody must take them home. And then it's like, <laughs> 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 now the beauty of wearing, of, of me wearing a mask, I have to wear a mask at work for that job. Oh, sure. which makes sense even if i didn't have to i would yeah. um the beauty of that is the fake laugh it's real easy to shut it off because no one can see my face anymore right so there when i fake laugh i literally just make the laugh noise the fake laugh noise and then my mouth goes back to misery
1: yes but <laughs> you re- you realize that Nobody genuine laughter yeah. not only comes from the mouth and the sound of the yeah. laughter but it's in the eyes too yeah
0: well they're fi- uh, they can see the- the people that I... I'm just saying the people I can, I I can spot probably, your
1: fake laugh an hour a mile away.
0: Well, I think the people I deal with, I'm not sure they're picking up on that, if you know what I'm saying. I think they
1: just... Depends on whether or not you're smiling with your eyes or I not. I
0: probably am not. I'm probably right. not. I'm,
1: I'm probably... So they, they probably know it's My bullshit. eyes probably
0: say, when is it three o'clock? <laughs> That's probably what my eyes are saying. I'm ready
1: to go. Right. So... But honestly, um, could they expect anything else? No,
0: not with that I job. Mean, right. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> right. How many times can you say hi to somebody before you're just on autopilot? Right.
1: I... I mean, I can't imagine there are many people that are, you know... Door greeters that no. say they have an incredibly challenging and reor- no. rewarding no. career that they love. And well, they feel, you know, the
0: reality whatever. is, is that our store, I'm the only guy with that job. Right. Every other you're that, elite. Those pos- the the two door positions we have mm-hmm. are staffed anytime the store is open. So from six a.m. to eleven p.m., there's got to be somebody sitting there, standing right. there. I'm the only guy out of all the people at that store that actually—that's my job. I don't do anything else. Right. Everyone else is like a shelf stalker, and they
1: just do that to fill in. Yeah, could be could be Damian from Electronics, right? Is, you know, right. standing up there, right. and you know. So the basket people, so Jeff from we'll, the Auto, right? And, well, and
0: that's what yeah. it is. It's you yeah. know Brad from Seasonal, Steve yeah. from right. Home, whatever. So the funny thing about the basket people, and I'm, I'm almost done, is that, so, and I don't have percentages on this, I guess, but it's just funny the differences because some of them. They'll, look, they'll search for a basket, high and low I'll ask what they want, I'll, suge- I'll say the basket Yep, that's what I'm looking for Nope, haven't seen one for weeks, I'll give them the joke, the same joke Every single time, I think people are taking them home <laughs> They'll give me the laugh Ha 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 A certain number of them will then just walk in Because they're like basket or bust, bro mm-hmm. If I can't have a basket, I'm carrying it with my two fucking bare hands Yeah Okay, so they'll walk past me mm-hmm. Then there'll be people who I'll tell them that there's no baskets And they'll be like, oh I better get a cart then. Okay. So they'll go out there and they'll look for the little cart. You know, we have the little carts and then the big carts.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: Then they'll come back in. Hey, you got any little carts left? (laughs) Oh, we've got little carts, but if there's none out there, I guess it's just the big ones. Okay. And then they have to make another decision. Do I want the big cart or do I take no (laughs) cart? Some of them will go grab a big cart. That's the smart play. (laughs) Other ones won't take a cart at all. They'll be like, fuck it. If I can't have a little cart or a basket, I'm going bare hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, but what's interesting? Is of all the people that say fuck it I'm taking a basket or bare hands mm-hmm. A good number of them A good number of them And I I, I wish I could put it in percentages I, I I would say at least half End up coming back I hear, I hear them come up behind me You know 15 minutes later Hey can you grab me a cart <laughs> I'll turn around and look and sure as shit It'll be some woman and her hands Or her arms are just like right, right. Shit's just hanging off of everywhere Yeah Yeah <laughs> No problem, ma'am Go out and get her a cart Bring it into her Thank you so much Yeah, sure, sure. I should have grabbed a cart Yeah, that's alright Everyone does it Yeah uh, Or um, They'll come back And ask for a little A little cart You know, whichever But I end up grabbing them A cart anyway mm. So anybody who does Walk past me and say Nope, I'm just gonna use The two hands I
1: have You're gonna see him again In my head,
0: I always think Good luck, pal Right You're not gonna be able to do it Right But but s- some do Because some of them I never see again Now, yeah. granted do they find an empty cart in the store and just take it? Probably. True. I and mean, some of them find carts laying around, I guess. True. I've done that. You walk in there you know, with nothing and you're like, Oh, there's a car. I'll use that one. What I do is I just buy
1: less. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. If I can't carry it in my, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I just hate pushing a cart around. There Maybe are people like you. I, I like to, I like to be in and out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I don't like to fucking lollygag right. to use to coin a phrase from 1952. Right. Um, I want to get what I need to get and get the fuck out of there. Right. And I just feel like, for whatever reason, carts slow me down because I can't weave around people. right. Like, you've got your slow walkers or the people that, you know, have their carts sticking out in the middle of the aisle and then their asses sticking out from the shelf and there's no you you can't you can't fucking maneuver especially someone's coming the other way right if you've got a basket or you're just you know freeloading it right you can pick up the pace and just sneak around right Right. but with a cart yeah, your maneuverability right No, i know and you can't go as fast so i just feel like the cart takes longer yeah and there are there's a lot of people like you they will not take a fucking cart. i don't like to do the the only time i get a cart is if i know that i have to get i need toilet paper and paper towels and you know, so, so whatever, a thing, a Gatorade or, yeah. or if I know that this this is something that's gonna be problematic to carry with right. two hands and I get right. a cart. Right. But nine times out of ten I'm doing well, a basket.
0: I think a lot of these people go in expecting only to buy three things. They're like, Well, I'm only getting I'm going to get a jar of, uh, a bottle of vinegar, a gallon of water, and a fucking uh, box of macaroni and cheese. I can do that with my hands. That's the problem, the biggest problem I think is they get in and think they're only going to get three things. Well, then they start it. walking around they're like, oh, fuck, I better get that. Nah, well, shit, I forgot, I, mean, I better get that. Yeah. And that's why they come back up to
1: me with shaking and I everything. Of, that Walmart is well, right. so many yeah. wonderful things. Well,
0: I need, a, I need yeah. a boat for my, I need a battery for my boat. I need a box <laughs> of macaroni and cheese. I need paper towels. I need condoms. I need fucking COVID tests. <laughs> right. Oh, I forgot, I got to buy band aids. I got to buy fucking shoes. I got to buy shoe polish oh go back over to bedding i need a new comforter well yeah yeah what'd you expect to do with the basket <laughs> yeah, right. that's what i've noticed staring at the front door of walmart for 52 hours a month for wow. three months disney. i've been there three months now
1: disney that's actually impressive
0: i didn't think i'd last this long i didn't either <laughs> nope sorry but nope i didn't when either. you said
1: you're you're working walmart i'm like eh. give it a month I, I figured that would be another you know Cub foods Cub thing yeah i did that it's like month and you're like nah
0: well that i was just saving up for a riding lawnmower so i think that's why i quit that so easily so it's like fuck it i'll just get it i'll find a different way right but six grand to take my kid to disney world that's i mean sure as we discussed i could save that with my regular job but now that i'm paying 250 for a furnace and air conditioner it's going to take a lot well yeah 10 years well yeah (laughs) right she'll be 19 and pregnant i'll be like oh great now i gotta bring her fucking shitty boyfriend too who got her pregnant (laughs) now i'm bringing you know leo and her and fucking her unborn child
1: Yeah right
0: I probably still wouldn't Have a girlfriend Just be me and them <laughs> Right Well I don't know I'll sit in the hotel room And drink vodka And just give them money To go do whatever they want Yeah Hey try not to get pregnant again <laughs> Hey Rick Keep your dick out of her For a fucking that day Could Rick's ya? dick
1: Yeah <laughs> You're right. a salty one Oh we just wait Yeah Yeah I know I can't I. Yeah, um, it's gonna be pleasant okay all right oh Um, uh, yeah what's
0: the vibe so yeah i really have to piss go ahead i know no it's just
1: uh so, just like we said in our first show back, uh, scheduling is problematic, whatnot. So, yeah. um, we release these shows every two weeks, as you've yeah. all noticed. But we're going to be, you know, we did all this in one session because we just had an afternoon where we could get together. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that is not going to, opportunity will not present itself anytime soon. So, right. this is going to be the last show for a while. For a while. Yeah. So. You'll hear voices you, again. Yeah. I, I, I hope you enjoyed these last three shows. And if yeah. you didn't, well, eh fine because you don't be have to listen to us well, for yeah, a while right anyway, yeah we'll so. be back for a while yeah so otherwise anyway, take care thanks for listening thank you catch you on the flip side bye